began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. Jesus said all this quite openly, and Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Jesus called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Here ends the reading. they make their way across Europe during World War II. Their first combat begins when they are airdropped into Normandy on D-Day. And over the course of the next months, they are involved in several horrific battles, including the Battle of the Bulge. The condition they face are brutal, not having proper clothing or food for the harsh winter weather, short on medical supplies and ammunition, and of course, facing a fierce enemy. Well, one thing that really struck me was the deep bond these guys formed as a unit. Hence the name of the show, Band of Brothers. They left behind their hometowns and families, their occupations and dreams, and they took on a new identity, being a soldier in the U.S. military. And even more importantly, being an integral part of Easy Company, they became family. They gave up looking out for number one and made the needs of their unit their top priority, even to the point of sometimes sacrificing their own lives and safety to save someone else. Well, I guess those men of Easy Company were on my mind when I heard these words from Jesus in our gospel today. If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. I wonder how many takers Jesus had to this invitation to become a follower. The gospel writer makes a point of telling us that Jesus addressed those words not only to the twelve disciples, but to the entire crowd that had gathered around them. Let's just say that the story doesn't include a report of long lines of people wanting to enlist in this mission with Jesus. Which is understandable because the mission sounds really hard. Denying yourself, take up your cross, 
not a casual invitation that you can dabble in when it fits in your schedule. Jesus is calling for an all-out commitment. And that's why I think maybe we've gotten soft over the years, and we don't hear the depth of what Jesus is asking of us. Jesus says, deny yourself. And we think giving up chocolate for Lent will cover it. And trust me, I'm speaking to myself here, but but I think that we've watered down this call to discipleship. I was really convicted by something I read this week, uh, written by Matt Skinner, who's a Lutheran pastor and professor, about this invitation from Jesus. He writes, Self-denial is not about squashing our desires or delaying gratification. Instead, Jesus calls us to separate ourselves from whatever defines us. A person in Jesus' culture was defined by those to whom he or she belonged, usually your family or your household or kin. Jesus invites us to to embrace a new understanding of identity. Disciples. Self-denial is not self-annihilation, but complete redefinition. Self-denial is complete redefinition. That's what the men of Easy Company signed up for. Their unit became the core of their identity. Maybe being a follower of Jesus is more like being a part of Easy Company than we would like to admit. Of course, without the war and guns and fighting. Self-denial as complete redefinition means to surrender looking out for number one, to consider the needs of the whole community. It means making sacrifices for the sake of others. It means being given a new identity that may reprioritize some of the things that we we catch a glimpse of the same theme in our reading today from Genesis. God calls Abram and Sarai to leave their hometown, leave their family, leave the life that they had built, and go to a new land that God would show them. They were to be the seed of a new nation, and through them all people would be blessed by God. For lots of self denial. But here's the thing they could not fully answer that call as they were. They needed to be redefined. So God gives them new names. Abram becomes Abraham, and Sarai becomes Sarah. Old names, old life. New names, new life. A new identity. And the truth is that we answer Jesus' call to discipleship fully on our own either. We need to be given a new identity, which is what happens in baptism when we receive the new name, Child of God. And each time we receive the Lord's Supper, every time we hear words of forgiveness, 
Whenever we receive the gift of God's grace, we are redefined. We are equipped for mission. Our old self dies and new life is born within us. It's a rhythm that continues all through our lives. Self-denial and death of our old self only to be made new and redefined by God. It is much more about God's doing than what we can accomplish on our own. No matter what we decide to give up for life. Thank you. 
of any group of folks that I would rather be on mission with than you. My dear Good Shepherd family, I am humbled to work alongside you as we advance our mission to share God's 